Welcome to the Filipino American Women Project, a podcast show that shares stories and life lessons told by individuals living or have lived in America that are of Filipino descent and identify as female. I'm your host, Jen Amos, a fellow Filipino American woman, and I'm excited for you to join us. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Jen Amos here with the Filipino American Woman Project. And as always, I have my incredible co-host with me, Nani Dominguez. Nani, welcome back to the show. Hey, everyone. I missed you. (laughs) Yes. And yeah, I want to start off by saying, Nani, Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, I just want to set the scene for our listeners. So at the time of this recording, what is it? What's the date right now? So it's January 11th. 11th. And although you are, you know, some of you are really devoted to listening to our episodes every time they come out. In the recent episodes, we had actually pre-scheduled them because I've been traveling and I had an opportunity to meet Nani for the first time in early December. And so you probably might hear a little bit about me talking about that in Samay's last uh, episode. But yeah, so a lot has changed. Like, you know, it's a new year. This is Nani and I's first official episode, you know, for the new year. So Nani, I just want to see if you had any opening thoughts about maybe what it's like to be back. Because even though our listeners have been listening consistently, this is our first time in the new year reconnecting again and doing the show. Yeah, it feels really good to be back. I missed podcasting with you. (laughs) And I know that we were on a roll kind of for a couple months, just like pumping out the interviews. And then we had so many that, you know, it was convenient for when you were traveling this last month and when I'll be traveling next month or this month, I guess, for them to already be ready. But we haven't actually recorded in a long time. So yeah, it feels really good to be back. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. There's something refreshing about it. And I have to say that this is the most productive thing I've done in the start of the new year. Since I've come back from traveling, I have not wanted to do like anything. Like I've just been sleeping in. This is like literally the first time I've stepped into my home office. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to I want to thank you, Nani, for being the catalyst <laughs> for me to get back yeah. into my productive self and, you know, really just kick off the year in this type of way. Because for our listeners, you, you probably know by now that I'm self-employed with my husband. And to be a self-employed person, you have to be self-motivated. <laughs> yeah, and so, the hardest part, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I'm at a time in our business right now where we had uh, two people quit, including my administrative assistant, who was a great help That's to right. me uh, the second half of last year. And so, I'm personally just really intimidated to get back into work. And I know there's so many things, so many people I have to get back to, so many emails I have to respond to. That you know, doing this show to start off the year is is a way for me to ease in to be productive. And so. I just want to thank you, Nani, for being a part of that. And also to our listeners for being a part of that as well and getting me out of my bed and, 
you know, stop watching, like stop binge watching on whatever Hulu or Netflix, you know, to actually, you know, put some good things out in the world. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll have to talk about what we're binge watching later too. I have some recommendations <laughs> if you haven't already seen them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here's the thing. Like I love recommendations and I also don't like them because I actually take people's recommendations and I like overcommit and I actually like commit to watching shows all the way. Well, um, these will and- be good. I promise you, you will not be disappointed <laughs> if you haven't already seen them. <laughs> okay. I'm usually, that's the problem. I'm usually not disappointed by my friend's recommendations. Oh, and then well, I am thing. not, yeah, I'm not productive though. That's the only problem. Oh, oh um, right. That's right. We're trying to get off the couch. That's right. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so why don't we go ahead and just kind of jump into I want to just tell our listeners what to expect on the show today. So clearly Nani and I aren't interviewing anyone. We thought it would be a great opportunity for for us to just speak to you the listener directly and let you know where we're at, like where we're at with the Filipino American Women Project and you know kind of give a snapshot of what has been going on and our hopes I think moving forward. I mean, I don't know if that's entirely true. I should probably just read the agenda. So today, <laughs> I'm just kind of like coming up, just coming up with stuff right now. So today we're going to address a couple of things. I do have an agenda. So we're going to get into the total plays um, or downloads at the time of this recording, January 11th. We're going to get into the demographics. I know I had some listeners in the past say that they enjoy like hearing uh, who else is listening to the show and where are they listening and how are they, you know, listening to the show? Like what podcast platform, what mobile device or desktop, you know, where are they listening from so that you, the listener can get to know who else is in your community or part of this overall community. And then we're going to get into the top three episodes that we recommend this time around. We've mentioned a number of episodes in the past you know, shows such as this where, you know, Nani and I are just kind of bantering back and forth. And and so we want to suggest new episodes for you to listen to if this is the first episode that you're listening to on our podcast show. And then third, we're going to, third or fourth, we're going to get into listener feedback. Nani has pulled up four, four, what do you call it? Nani's pulled up a couple of feedback from our listeners. I don't know. Yes. Hold on. Something like that. I've pulled up (laughs) form. Just say four really nice messages that we've gotten from some of our followers on Instagram. Yes. From our Instagram family. Yeah. Yes, from our Instagram family. We so go. we're gonna we're gonna feature some of your love letters from our Instagram uh, family, and then we'll just kind of wrap up and go from there. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, Nani, any other thoughts before I get started on the total plays? I'm good to go. Okay, sweet. All right. So listeners, at the time of this recording, we have 8,500 downloads, and. Oh my gosh, that's just ridiculous. Because I think the last time we did this, Nani, and if I go through, I wonder if I, let me see, let me see. If I, I go like through it was our. like four, wasn't it? Let, let's find out. we celebrated? I think it was. So let me, let me double check Oh, here. that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know where it is, but I think, <laughs> I think you're right. I think the last <laughs> time we did this, it was at 4,000 downloads. So let's talk about what that means and what that looks like and where you're listening from. 
Okay. So last time when I did this, I really went down like every single city of listeners. But because our listenership is growing, I want to be able to just kind of narrow down like the top like two to three places. So so right now, I'll start from the bottom and work my way up instead of talk about the, you know, the top place first. So coming in 1% of our listenership is actually tied with Australia and the Philippines. So both of those places have 1%. So to our listeners in Australia and Philippines, thank you both so much for listening. And if you are listening to this episode, please message us on Instagram and let us know where in Australia or where in the Philippines you're listening from. Coming in second place at 3% is Canada. Nani, have you ever been to Canada before? No, but it's on my bucket list. Okay, very cool. Well, I will mention the top two places of where our listeners are listening from in Canada. So in second place, we have at 31%, we have British Columbia. Oh my gosh, this is awful. I'm like embarrassing myself already. Like, is that like a specific place? (laughs) Um, I'm not sure. I feel like, well, it must be if it's considered, these would be all considered cities, right? Yes, I would think or whatever so. the equivalent so. is. Yeah, I don't, I'm gonna I'm, sure. I'm gonna Google Canada. This. Help us out. <laughs> yeah, I'm Whoever's gonna listening go- from Canada. Help us out. Like this is why I didn't want to get into this because I knew I would put myself in this situation. <laughs> but let me see. Okay, so British British Columbia is actually one of the provinces of Canada. It's the westernmost province. So it's like, so if you break down Canada, there's British Columbia to the left, and then on the right there's Alberta, and then there's Oh my god, I can't pronounce this. This it's uh, <laughs> it's Sask- Saskatchewan. Okay, someone's going to correct me and slap my face. And then there's <laughs> Manitoba, Manitoba. Oh my god, Manitoba and Ontario and then there's Quebec. So, and then there's Newfoundland and Labrador, which I actually never even realized like Newfoundland and Labrador was a place because I know those are dog names, but I also have yeah. come to learn that do- like the dogs, the dogs of Newfoundland and Labrador came from, you know, Newfoundland and Lab- Lab- Labrador oh, province. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't I don't see those names here. Well, it's on my Google Maps. <laughs> Oh, I'm just it, reading. I'm just it. reading okay. my Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm confusing myself. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. I'm I'm like looking at my Google Map right now and, and just look, reading the provinces. But just to confirm, British Columbia is one of the provinces. So that's coming in at second place at 31 percent, and then Ontario is first place at 51 percent. So thank you to our Canadian listeners, our sisters, our brothers, our family up there for supporting our podcast show and listening to us. Okay, moving on. Yes, moving on. So first place out of all of the top three or top four that we mentioned, first place is obviously the United States because this is the Filipino American Woman Project at 90%. So shouldn't be a surprise. But I do want to do a breakdown of the top. Let me see here. I think I'll go to like, what do you think? Maybe I'll stop at 2%. Did did we talk about this already? (laughs) I didn't like Um, reorganize this. Yeah, we can start with... Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. So I'll do like, I'll just say like top five. What if we say, yeah, what if we just do top five instead of looking at the percentages for each category? Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right. So top five states in America where we're getting our listeners from, our listenership from. So top five places. So the top five is actually tied with DC and Hawaii. Top four, the top fourth place is Washington. 
The top third place is actually tied with Virginia and Illinois. So shout out to Virginia. That's where I live. (laughs) Everyone in Virginia, find Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please find me. Find Jen in 2020. (laughs) Yes. So in case you live in the East Coast, I want you all to know that my goal for 2020 is to make more friends and to leave the house more often. So if you are in the East Coast, particularly around uh, Virginia and North, you know, like DC and New York, please hit me up and let me know what's going on in your area. Maybe I can come visit and support whatever, you know, events that you have. Anyway, so there's that. So top three is tied with Virginia and Illinois. And then top two is uh, New York. So shout out to New York. And of course, the top state (laughs) of our listenership is very obvious, <laughs> is, <laughs> is California. So California, shout out to you. We basically have like half of our listeners in the United States is in California, which is, I think, very obvious. So shout out to everyone in California that's listening to us. I am rooting for you all here from the East Coast. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And really, the reason why I came out to California for the holidays was to meet some of our listeners. So thank you so much for representing and inspiring me to want to come out and meet you all in person. Yeah, we need like the blowhorn sound effect. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you said that last time and I said I was going to insert it, but I never did. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. Dennis can help. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably ask Dennis to do that for us. And uh, for our listeners, in case you're wondering who Dennis is, he's the one that edits our, our shows. So shout out to Dennis. Thank you so much for your support on the show. All right. So what I want to do is actually break down California because we have, you know, more than half of our listeners in the United States listening in California. So what I want to do is just list the top five places. So here we go. So top five coming in fifth (laughs) is San Diego, where I'm from. I lived there for 20 years and I actually just visited there literally like last week, just a couple of days ago. I just, I took a red eye back here to Virginia. And so shout out to San Diego. I feel responsible to growing the listenership there (laughs) because it's not the top one. So I, (laughs) I will take more responsibility to making that happen. So there's that. Top four, actually, no, wait, I need to rewind because this is actually tied. So that San Diego is actually top, <laughs> top four. So top three is tied with Oakland and San Jose. So Nani, you're in Oakland. Any thoughts? Yep. <laughs> Oakland, we got to do better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I also love you, San Jose. <laughs> but... I'm I'm from Oakland. (laughs) So we got to step that up, you guys. (laughs) If you're in Oakland, tell all your friends. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's like we're lecturing our listeners now, like represent more, listen to our episodes more, please. Yes, be louder. (laughs) Share, repost, comment, and like. (laughs) Yes, yes. And uh, okay, so top two is LA. So shout out to LA. I know LA is very dense with the Filipino community. So I want to thank you all. And I know we had a couple of our guests uh, from LA as well. So shout out to our LA listeners and um, the guests that we interviewed in the past. And coming in number one, Nani, is San Francisco. So San Francisco... (laughs) 
<laughs> shout, out, shout out to you. I would have mentioned other cities, listeners. However, most of them are in NorCal. So I yes. so I think overall, I just want to give strong. a shout out. <laughs> yes, I want to give a shout out to the Bay Area for your presence, for your support, for your listenership, and also for a lot of you for reaching out to want to share your story. So not any thoughts about these demographics so far and where our listeners are listening from? Yeah, I mean, we see where all the Filipinos have been hiding. So that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I mean, it obviously makes me feel really good that a good portion of our listenership is sporadically kind of spread out throughout the Bay Area. Yeah, it's cool. I'm not surprised. (laughs) But yeah, pleasantly. No, that that's really awesome. And it makes me, you know, as as a person that, you know, is producing the show, it it makes me feel like I have a home that I can come to. And when I did visit you, Nani, for the, you know, three, four days that I was there or three days that I was there with you, it was really cool. Like it felt like a second home to me, especially when we had a chance to like meet our listeners, which I know this isn't on the agenda, but I figured we might as well talk about it. But yeah, we had a chance to meet with some of our listeners on, what do you call it? On December 17th. And Oh, 19th. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Nadia. You're, you're always there. You're always there for me. Yeah. So we had an opportunity to meet with them. And I believe this episode will be published after the live recording. So you're listening to this after the fact that we did that recording. And I just have a couple of thoughts about that experience, Nani, that I, I wanted to share. It was really cool. You know, it was really cool to meet people in person. And I think the common th- theme that I found from that experience was that a good amount of our listeners were secretly listening to our show. And a good number of them felt like they were kind of second guessing themselves or they were trying to like, they almost wanted to like back out to meet in person, you know, and I think it's for everyone that was there, and you'll you'll get to see all their handles in the last episode, (laughs) the episode before this. But for everyone that came out, I just want to applaud you all for making the choice to show up and to, you know, share what you had to share and provide your feedback for our show and provide your own insight and your own stories. I think nowadays it's so easy to flake out, you know, to flake on events and showing up in person because it's so much easier to just, you know, look at your phone and see what everyone else is doing. So the fact that people came out and they didn't just come out to be a spectator. They participated. I want to thank you all so much for that experience because it was very, it was very, um, how do I describe it? Like, it was just, it was a beautiful experience that I think I'm still trying to process. Yeah. <laughs> um, but more importantly, it had inspired me and it gave me more of a sense of a responsibility to to do this show and to keep doing it. So I just want to thank you all for that experience in the Bay Area, in Oakland, for showing up and being who you are. Because, you know, I say this often, Nani and I do this behind a computer screen. You know, we don't see each other. We don't see our guests. And, you know, to be able to meet you all face to face it's just priceless. So thank you all uh, so much for that. And Nani, just want to get your thoughts about that event as well. I want to second everything that you said again. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a much different experience getting to meet you guys, you know, face to face and spend such like an intimate night with you guys. Cause as you guys will hear in the last episode, or if you haven't heard already, it was, we kept it pretty small and intimate, but 
that's exactly the way that we wanted it. And um, yeah, it was it was a really magical experience for me. So thank you guys all again for coming, for showing up, even though a lot of you expressed that it was intimidating to do so. Um, we're so glad that you were able to push yourself past that feeling and come anyway, and that, you know, we had the the result of the event that we had. So thank you. Yes. Oh, I love I love how you said that, like how you pushed yourself to show up anyway. Yeah, because I know I, that we were all feeling that, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a courageous act, I think, to put yourself out there in that way. Like, even though like Nani and I could have easily just pulled it off by being the main people talking, it was really cool for everyone to be there and to add like their two cents and, and everything. So thank you all so much for that experience. To our listeners, if you are ever interested in attending a live event, you know, with Nani and I, it's very rare. <laughs> I mean, that was the first time that we did that. And if you want to maybe get the chance to meet us in person and have like a similar experience, I would encourage you to follow our stories, our Insta stories on Instagram, because you never know. You never know. Like we have a pretty active community through our stories. And every now and then we'll throw something out there to get some feedback to see if like, you know, if an upcoming an event, if an upcoming event makes sense for us, or if we need your feedback um, on something. But you know, I'm not really an event coordinator, <laughs> Nani. And so like the only reason why that event came to be is because you were there and I knew that I was going to at least see you. I was like, I was like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if I see like, if all I see is Nani, that's fine. But I love how, you know, we were able to coordinate that, you know, having your support and organizing that and the event just turned out to be very memorable for me. And I'm extremely grateful that um, everyone was open to having that session recorded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for um, that as well. Because I know that that can in itself be like a turnoff. And maybe yeah. a reason why a lot of other people didn't want to come because they probably were like, "Ooh, I don't want to be on a recording, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause sometimes even for myself, when I have to re-edit these shows, I'm just like, Oh my God, that's how I sound, you know? And yeah. so I, I can only imagine for people who haven't heard themselves speak, you know, in that yeah. kind of way, it yeah. could be really, it could be really embarrassing or intimidating or like, you know, what have you. Like, daunting. I know that yes. we've daunting. Yeah. Thank you. I, I know that we've had. Um, even guests on this show that still have yet to either listen to their episode or share it with other people. Um, and I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, I know for myself, if I don't share something, it's just because like, I, I'm afraid of what people will think. You know, I'm afraid of rejection. I'm afraid of maybe of something. Like I'm afraid of something. And so Same. I think this whole project, if there's like one word to describe this project so far, it's courage. You know, it's just such a courageous act to do all the things that we're doing on the show. And so I just want to thank everyone for really being involved with this. And this is why we're getting into the, you know, the demographics right now and the stats, because we see you, we recognize you, we want to acknowledge you and praise you and thank you. And again, going back to the listeners that we had that met us in person live back in December 19th, <laughs> 20, 2019. Um, just want to thank you all for so much for doing that. And I think, you know, I personally feel responsible for, you know, making a bigger push for our show and making it um, a lot more bigger and exciting and um, really well consistent. I want to say consistent. I don't want to like overdo it with myself, but to continue to make it consistent. <laughs> we're feeling ambitious, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're feeling ambitious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot, a lot, I believe, I do believe there's a lot of exciting things ahead. Um, one of the things is that I have been, thanks to our Instagram community, I think for, um, for what do you call it? For harassing. <laughs> 
<laughs> for harassing for Podfest, <laughs> for encouraging a Podfest actually in this an upcoming conference. I have an opportunity to speak um, at Podfest, which is going to be in Florida in March, and it'll be an opportunity for me to talk about the Filipino American Woman Project and inspire other people to start podcasting and give you know talk about why you should podcast. And I found in this experience like the importance for me of podcasting is to share our stories. Like if not for me, then for other people that need to hear it. And we'll get into the feedback later, but we definitely have received a lot of positive uh, feedback for, you know, just creating this space for Filipino American women and, and also Philippine ex non-binary individuals for sharing their story as well. So I, I felt it's important for me to share that. <laughs> um, all right. Okay, cool. So that's it. That's that's a breakdown of the demographics. I also want to talk about real quickly the listening platforms. The top two platforms that people listen on are Spotify. So Spotify is in second. And then the top number one platform that people listen to or listen to our podcast show from are is Apple Podcasts, so also known as iTunes. So thank you for listening to us. I also want to give a shout out to the other platforms because you know they're just as important. So Castbox and Stitcher to our listeners there, thank you so much for listening to us through that medium. Last but not least, I want to talk about the devices that people listen from. Let me see here. We have coming in third, <laughs> I guess the top third place is the Android phone. So good. I mean, I'm, I'm an Apple user. So, so to anyone that's an Android, thank you <laughs> for showing support and listening to us through your phone. Coming in second is Mac. So basically MacBooks, uh, Mac computers. So thank you for listening to us via desktop. And the number one... Um, platform, a number one uh, device that people listen from is the iPhone. So thank you to all of our listeners, uh, for everyone that, you know, has found their own medium, their own place to listen to our show. Shout out to iPhones just because I have an iPhone. And actually, fun fact, I, we recorded, we actually recorded our December 19th uh, live event with my iPhone. Yeah, I was actually going to use a very fancy microphone. I, I was thinking about, <laughs> like, I even brought my own, but um, it turned out the place that we, the Airbnb that, that we got happened to be a recording studio. <laughs> yeah, so nice. it was such a crazy coincidence how that happened. And what do you call it? We ended up just like, we did just fine without a microphone. I just turned on my phone. And because of the, because the room that we were in was soundproof, like we could all like really hear each other. We couldn't, you know, you couldn't really hear like any echoes or anything. So it was really powerful. And, you know, even, even if we had someone speak quietly, when I was listening to the replay um, of the recording, I was still able to hear that voice very clearly. So, you know, just a shout out to, to that Airbnb in Oakland. If anyone's ever curious, you know, if you ever, if if anyone is interested in finding a recording studio in Oakland, just let me know and I'll let you know which we'll refer Airbnb. You. Yeah. Yeah, we we will refer <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just really really cool that we had the opportunity to, you know, have an Airbnb in that fashion and do the recording the way that we did. Cool. All right. With that said, any other any other thoughts, Nani, before we get into the top episodes that we recommend people? Um, nope. I'm good to go. Cool. Okay. So let me just check it off my list. <laughs> We're just like going here, done and done. Okay. All right. Jen Amos here, jumping into the middle of our show, as I always do, to remind you why this show is possible. So, you know, at the end of every episode, I tend to say, if you didn't catch our guest contact info, don't worry. We'll have those in the show notes. Check them out. I work so hard on them. You're welcome. Well, it's been brought to my attention that our show notes are not as easy to find as I thought. 
which is why starting summer 2020, the Filipino American Woman Project is proud to be partnering with Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Captivate is created for independent podcasters, designed from day one to help you to focus on audience growth and the expansion of your audio influence. One way that Captivate makes our lives easier as independent podcasters is by taking the guesswork out of making a website for your show. That's right, a website for your show. So listeners, starting summer 2020, finding our show notes will be so much easier. All thanks to Captivate. You're welcome, as always. If you're about to start podcasting or are getting burnt out from all the extra work of producing one, like building a website, consider a seven-day free trial, that's right, free, with Captivate by visiting thephilamwoman.com. That's the philam, short for Filipino-American-woman.com. Or, you know, check out our show notes in the meantime, which is in the details section of each episode. Once again, you can visit thephilamwoman.com or visit the details section of this episode. <clears throat> Done. All right, listeners. So if this is, let me see, we just make sure we're still recording. Okay, cool. If this is your first time listening, um, Nani and I went through our previous episodes. I mean, at this point, at the time of this recording, we have 40 episodes out now, which is ridiculous. I'm still kind of blown away. I know. Yeah, I'm, it's a little ridiculous, like how many of these we've done. Like I'm still quite mind blown, but... Yeah. And so for this episode, if this is the first time you're listening and you're kind of like, okay, which episode like, should I get started with? So we want to recommend some of the top three episodes. These are ones that were the most downloaded. I mean, not, not the most downloaded, but definitely up there. And ones that we recommend that you listen to. So the first one is episode 25, which is titled, What's So Important About Filipino-American Women's History? There's nothing there that hasn't been said already. And so this was actually done with Panay activist scholar, PhD student, and author of Panay Gorillas, Stacey Ann. Actually, she doesn't have her full name on here, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Stacey, Stacey Ann oh, Salinas. God. Yeah, Stacey Ann Salinas. And... I just want to give a shout out to you, Stacey. We had talked, so you'll, you'll hear this in the episode, but we had talked in the early stages of when this project had started. And Stacey was just more than eager to contribute to this show. So in her studies, she decided to write a piece about the Filipino American Woman Project. And so I think I included that in the show notes here. I don't know if I did. Okay, I did not. But if you're interested in reading that piece, she really talks about how Filipino American, how the Filipino American Women Project contributes to the overall Asian American women history experience. I don't know how, how else to word it, but it was just really nice that she went out, out of her way to do that. And so fast forward to last year, we were able to reconnect again for Filipino American History Month. And she was able to drop some knowledge, <laughs> you know, about like mm-hmm. Filipino American women in history. Nani, I want to see if you had any uh, initial thoughts or if you had any, like, what what were your impressions uh, having that conversation with her? Listening to Stacy talk is, it just feels to me like history in the making because Mm. this, the kind of knowledge that she has is just like, I don't know. I mean, it's the kind of knowledge that I've been looking for this whole year and, you know, scouring the internet and joining groups in Bay Area and, you know, just doing whatever I can to learn from however many outlets I can find. And those outlets are so hard to find. And so she's been fortunate enough to 
find enough outlets that she's collected such a wealth of knowledge. And I mean, when you guys hear her in either this episode or the last one at our group recording, whenever she starts talking, you just are like completely tuned in to whatever <laughs> she's saying. You know what I mean? Because she has she has so much knowledge. But what else was I going to say about Stacy? I had a second point, but I forgot what it was. So I'll stop there. No worries. Yeah, take a minute. <laughs> I'm, I actually want to look up. I just want to make sure I mention the name or the school correctly. Give a shout out to the right school about this. So give me one second. Okay, cool. So Stacy is just like what you said, Nani. I, we feel like Stacy is like literally making history, you know, for Filipino American women uh, representation. I mean, Filipino American representation overall in terms of recording our history. In fact, she was actually one of the founders of the Bulosan Center for Filipino Studies Initiative, um, acronym BCFSI, at University of California, Davis. So shout out to you, Stacey, for you know, creating history, really helping us write and document our history for our community, and also making it more accessible to us. Just hearing you talk like your your voice and everything you have to say is so captivating. And it was interesting because at the live recording, Stacy initially wasn't talking a lot at first, but then when she started talking, we all like we all just like <laughs> leaned in. It was like story time. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like story time with Lola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not calling Stacy a Lola. Just like that's how it felt was like my grandma was telling me a story and I was really trying to soak it up. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> So if you all want to get more of a sense of who Stacy is and learn about her work, check out episode 25 in our podcast show. And yeah, I really enjoyed having that conversation with her. And if you look at her show notes, you can learn more about the Bulosan Center as well as some of her um, writing because she is an author as well. So shout yeah. out to you, Stacy. I also want to yes. shout out to her students at the Bulosan Center because she told us at our event that they were playing our podcast like in the cafeteria. <laughs> Remember, <gasps> yes. like on the loud, she said it was on the loudspeaker and that all of her students listened to it. So whoever you guys are, thank you guys so much. Reach out to us, interact with us on Instagram. Let us know who you are. And again, thank you guys. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's just so funny. Like, could you could you imagine on a loudspeaker like, <laughs> in public? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I just want to say to our listeners, thank you for enjoying our voice. You know, I, I'm I'm glad that yeah. our voice is if you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're interesting enough for you to put us on speaker like that. It means a lot to us. So thank you. All right. So thank you, Stacy. Thank you to the students. Thank you to the Bulasan Center and episode 25. Check it out. All right. Let's go to the second episode, Nani, that we would recommend. And this one was definitely a favorite of mine. I still communicate with her actually talking about Enneagrams. So, so this is episode 23, which is titled, Why Are You Othering Me? Assimilating as a Mestiza with Marjorie Ware. So for me personally, I'm not Mestiza. And this was my first experience feeling sandwiched by two Mestizas, Yunani <laughs> being a Mestiza and Marjorie being a Mestiza as well. And I just want to share my perspective on it because, you know, growing up as a, you know, dark skinned Ilocano, like half Ilocano woman, you know, so I was always told, you know, to lighten my skin. And I was always under the impression that Mestizas were considered, you know, a uh, 
a, a better breed, you know, a, a, just a better version of being Filipino than, you know, someone such as myself. However, one thing I had never considered was the perspective of mestizas and really the the inner conflict they have to go through as mestizas, like just not knowing where do they fit? Like, are do they have to be white? Do they have to be Filipino? Or they're just, you know, struggling with that not enoughness, I think. And so that was really fascinating for me to experience and to witness and hear. In hearing both of you talk, you know, just in my mind thinking like, wow, I had never considered the other side of this. You know, like I thought that like you all had to figure it out because you have this white privilege, you know? And so I wanted to get your thoughts on that as well, I guess, and in, in maybe in response to how I feel about mestizas and, and just your own experience as a, as a mestiza, Nani. Yeah, I mean, I think that we all obviously approach the world from our own perspective because that's all we know. And it's not until we're ready to, you know, welcome that conversation that we learn about other people's perspectives. And I think that that can really attest to like the whole point of our show is to have those kind of awkward, uncomfortable conversations and and allow ourselves for our minds to kind of think outside the box a little bit. That's the first time I guess we've had a conversation on the show about being Mestiza. And it was really nice for me to hear her story because listening to her talk helped me realize a lot about myself, helped me make a lot of connections. I've always felt like the struggles of being a Mestiza, but I didn't know that it was attributed to my mixed identity, my biracial identity. I thought that there was just something wrong with me. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't realize that it was tied to me in a cultural way or in a, you know, environment, like whatever you call it, that it was a cause and effect, basically. Mm. I thought that I was just broken, you know? Mm. And so it was really validating for me to hear her kind of speak my truth right out of my own head. And it was also really validating for me to hear your response and to just have that conversation. So I really appreciated that. And I hope that that's not our last conversation with Marjorie at all. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Marjorie, I totally went down. So Marjorie is what she calls herself. And she's a she, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even she, know how to say it. I just spoke. <laughs> yeah. So she, she calls herself an Enneagram nerd. And I heard one podcast that reminded me of Marjorie talking about the Enneagram. And it got me down a rabbit hole learning about the Enneagram. So for anyone that is wondering what it is, it's basically, I mean, I, I could totally be like butchering this, but it's basically a personality test. And it tells you, you know, based on your, like what you grew up with, like the reason why you are what you are today is because of what you were lacking when you were younger. That's totally not the best description, but that's my interpretation of the in Enneagram. In a nutshell, yeah. Yeah. And so in case anyone's wondering, Nani and I actually took the test. And uh, Marjorie is a type nine, in case anyone is curious. So type nines are basically people who put other people's needs first. And so they're like the peacemaker. They always make sure that everyone is at peace and get along with one another. And they'll kind of shift their personality to make sure that everyone feels at home, I think, around them. I'm what they call a type five, which is a very introverted type personality. I tend to be in my head a lot and I tend to explore ideas very deeply. And it actually takes a lot 
uh, for me to step out to socialize. So there's that. And I, what else? What else is there about like the type fives? I think that's kind of it. Like mainly introverted is the best way I can describe it. And then Nani is a type four, and I forgot like what the nickname is for type four. But from my understanding of you, you're very extreme in terms of like how you approach life. Like sometimes, like when you when you find something, you tend to jump all in, and then you tend to like. I'm sure, you like, all can attest to-, to that if <laughs> if you've seen me on social media. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you have a very intense personality where you're, yes. you're all in on this and then you're all in on that and you kind of like jump out. <laughs> or, yeah, all in or all out. Exactly. Yeah. Very extreme. And so I just want to give a shout out to Marjorie for making me aware of the Enneagram test because it's very like you have no idea, Marjorie. Like, so once I shared it with my husband and our colleague, like they went crazy. They were they obsessed <laughs> about it for the entire day, like the entire evening, the entire day. And they're like, we got to instill this in our team now. Everyone's got to take this test. And actually, <laughs> and in case, you're, if, in case you're wondering, my husband and our colleague, um, Mitch, they're both type sevens. And if anyone knows anything about type sevens, they're, they're all about like the next idea, like the next solution, the next option. And so they tend to like, you know, go all in with their ideas as well. They get overly ambitious. But the downside of that, this is the only downside I'm going to say about any of the types is that they come off as like non-committal. Like they don't want to stick with something for too long. <laughs> so that's my only criticism. And I only say that because, you know, my, my husband. <laughs> um, because you can relate. <laughs> yeah, because, because I live this every day. <laughs> and, oh, yes. I, and I want to say that. So the type five, the thing with the type five also, which is what I am, is that we're all about preservation. So that also means we're really frugal and we're very mindful of like our resources. Like we're not so willing about like sharing our resources because it means that it's like losing our own resources kind of thing. So we're very frugal. And so that comes with ideas as well. Kind of like, you know, I don't want to give up on an idea. I want to see it all the way through. And so, you know, for me, dealing dealing with a type seven who's all about new ideas and I'm a type five that's all about preserving ideas, you can see how we can clash on... <laughs> on a lot of levels. But anyway, for anyone that's interested, feel free to message me. I'm happy to send you more or reach out to Marjorie as well. That's episode 23. Why are you othering me? Yeah, no, I mean, overall, that was a... The other thing I'll just add was I that was a very uh, enlightening uh, conversation for me. And I almost felt like, in a way... I feel like I also have to apologize to you and Marjorie because I feel like I was kind of looking at you guys as like a spectacle. Like I was kind of observing you and wanting to like understand you not as like human beings, but as the fact that you two are mestiza. Like I, I was yeah. kind of like looking at you guys in a sense of like, like what are you, you know? Like, yeah, and, and so, I, so I love that's such real feedback like that. I appreciate that honesty because that's exactly how everyone else in the world approaches me. And it's not bad. You know what I mean? I don't feel angry that people want to know it's just interesting being treated as like this exotic like zoo animal you know what I mean <laughs> like I feel yeah. like I'm supposed to be in a cage on display at a zoo because that's like how people approach me and so it is really refreshing to after having had that conversation for you to you know like I didn't say that to you you said that I appreciate that yeah, like I feel like I have to say that because I know what it's like to be asked, like, what are you and where are you from? And then for me to put that on YouTube to kind of educate me on what you are, like, I, I can understand, like, if, if you get asked that all the time, like, I can understand how annoying like that can be. So I feel like I have to apologize for that. But also, oh, no I, hope to you, apologize. I hope 
Yeah, and I, well, I will anyway for all the other that I, I don't accept it. <laughs> I don't accept your apology. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, well, I, I do want to add to my apology by saying like it really was coming from a place of innocence and curiosity. And I feel like I can only think that other people do that the same way. You know, that's probably the right. reason like why they right. do that as well. Right. And it's not the fact that people want to know. And I know that, like I said before, on one of the podcasts where we talked about the what are you question, and I gave the example of like a guy trying to, you know, that that may be interested in me, of course, he's going to ask me that. And he's not meaning to be like rude or, um, you know, like hurt my feelings, but he's just genuinely curious. And I, I can't fault anyone for that because I also approach other people the same way. And, you know, it's a universal question. It's not specific to people that look exotic or whatever. It's just people that are ethnically ambiguous, I guess. The repetitiveness of it, I guess, mm-hmm. is what can get tiring. It's not necessarily, you know, the intent of where it's yeah. coming from. Absolutely. And one thing I I do want to share that when I was in town and I had the opportunity to meet your mom, we had a really interesting conversation about, yeah, just about like ethnic backgrounds and stuff. Like your mom is of Russian descent, but you know, she was raised as an American. Like she's, uh, she wasn't like, was she born and raised? Can you, can you remind me um, her background? So we haven't made it very far. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, yeah, born and raised in Oakland. Born and raised in Oakland. So she's Russian American, but got it, got so it, got American. And it was interesting talking with her. Like the what do you call it? The greatest, the biggest takeaway I got from her was when she said, "Like I know that you guys don't like it when you're asked, like where are you from, but." Like, I would appreciate it if you ask me where I'm from, you know? And when she said that to me, I was all like, yeah, like, I I never considered asking white people where they're from, you know? Right. And, and because, like, I, I always get so caught off guard by that question, you know, that I realize that in a way I make it about me. And that I appreciated that conversation with your mom because now when I do get asked that question, I ask it back. I say, well, where are you from? And, and it's not even that big of a deal. Like people, you know, people respond like, oh, actually, I don't know. You know, and that's kind of it. Like it's, it's not like a, a threatening question or like, oh, I think my family's from here. I think my family's from there. Like, I don't know. Um, and I realized like, oh, to me, that's the way that I can diffuse it for myself. Like if I'm feeling a little triggered by that question, I can ask it back and, just kind and of just be like see oh, that okay. it's kind of a part of a conversation then not necessarily like me trying to other you or you know vice yeah. versa yeah yeah yes absolutely so thank you to your mother to your mom for doing that <laughs> shout out to you mom love you <laughs> yeah hi <Nani's> mom <laughs> um, yeah i know that was that was a great experience all right well let's go ahead and get into the third episode Uh, that we would recommend people if this is your first episode that you're listening to. And this one, oh, I love this one. So this is episode 34, which is titled, What is Your Pinoy Love Language? Traditional Parenting, Counseling for Filipino Women, and Rescripting Your Story with Rowan Deguia Samuels. I did that right, right? I did that. Yes, you got it. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, (laughs) So Rowan is a Filipina psychotherapist, educator, one lucky mama, and a wife. And I loved talking to her because she specifically counsels Filipino women. And when she spoke with us, I just loved her voice. I loved how 
like soft-spoken she is, but also like so articulate and compassionate and just very like she's just a woman full of so much wisdom and love for Filipino women. I know that you found her Nani, so I want to get your thoughts on on Rowan. Yeah, Rowan is she just holds such a special place in my heart. I feel so drawn to her and I don't know if I can like accurately articulate why, but she just has this like maternal vibe to her that makes you feel super mm. comfortable and open and she just I think she has a really good understanding of like the transition between Filipinos and Filipino American uh, women. Mm -hmm. And when people talk about bridging the gap, I think that she is such a trailblazer in the leading the gap thing and finding Mm -hmm. kind of power and perspective. Like she, like you said, is just so full of wisdom. She produces things like, Pinoy love languages, like how mm-hmm. popular are the five love languages here in like the English language? Of course, translating that into Filipino culture is, I think that that's an amazing thing. And I think what you're trying to say, Nani, is that more people need to know about the five Pinoy love languages. Yes, it's such a great resource. And I'm surprised that people are not like flocking to it is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? For, for anyone that wants to learn more about the five Pinoy love languages, uh, for one, you can listen to episode 34 where Rowan does a breakdown of it. Or you could actually download the ebook. She has an ebook for free on her website, kalamancjuice.com. Kalamancy is spelled with a K, K like a K like a kite, <laughs> not C like a cat. But yeah, kalamansiajuice.com or if you go to episode 34 and check out the show notes because y'all know by now, you should all know by now, I put a lot of thought into those show notes, but yes. you can learn more about, you can learn more about the ebook, the five Panay or Panoy love languages on her website, kalamansiajuice.com or check out the show notes. Yeah, I, I love how you said that she has that ma- maternal vibe. One thing she said that really impressed me about her and made me like just be in awe of her is when she said, like, I know you all are praising me, but I have to, in fact, praise all of you for sharing your story. And I thought, like, I love that she said that because in a way, her job wouldn't exist, right? Like if Mm -hmm. Filipino women didn't come to her for help and and wanted to open up to her. And she's really dedicated her work to Filipino women specifically. So, you know, it's just love all around. You know, it's love for women, Filipino women that value mental health. And it's, you know, love for Rowan for putting herself in a position to help you know, Filipino women. So thank you, Rowan, so much for the incredible work that you're doing. Check out episode 34 if you want to learn more about her. And who knows, maybe figure out what your Pinoy love language is. Yes, I think that a lot of people's lives here, like in American culture, has been greatly impacted by the five love languages that I'm sure everyone knows about. And to have that translated into Filipino culture, I think is an incredible thing for Rowan to have done and an incredible resource for her to have shared with all of us. And so if you haven't already, definitely go check that out. Um, Yeah. Love it. 
All right. Well, with that said, here's a recap of the episodes we recommend. Episode 25 with Stacy and Salinas. Episode 23 with Marjorie Ware. And episode uh, 34 with Rowan Deguia Samuels. Highly recommend that. Of course, there's so many other in- incredible interviews that we've done. Every time we do a show like this, we try to pick out the ones that we haven't mentioned yet. But yeah, I think what, you know, if I were listening to the show uh, for the first time, Nani, I think what I would do is kind of go through the episode episodes and see which of the titles stand out to me and listen to it in that way. But I find that a lot of people binge listen our shows like they start from the very beginning. So I think it's just so awesome how, you know, how people digest these shows so differently. I also do know that there are listeners that like to speed up the audio. (laughs) Yeah. So they can like hear through the episodes much quicker. Since we went over that at the live event, have you done that, Nani? Like, have you decided to speed up the episodes when you listen to them? No, I don't know why I don't do that. I just, (laughs) I don't even think, I know that you guys showed me how to do it, but I didn't even think to these last couple times for the last couple episodes that have come out. I just listened to them regularly like a, like a boring person. (laughs) I move slow. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. Yeah. But that, that's a beautiful thing too, is just like how people uh, digest these episodes and, and the show so differently. You know, I personally like to speed it up when I'm editing just because, you know, like I hear my voice a million times. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's really awesome how other people like speed it up as well. And I wonder how it was like when, like, I know, so like shout out to Janelle, like she mentioned that she, (laughs) she binge listened to all of our shows in two days at, um, at, at twice the speed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Twice the speed. And I, I'm just kind of curious to know like how, how she felt when she met us in person and how we were talking yeah. so slowly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, very cool. So that's a recap. Uh, that's pretty much an overview of our total place so far, demographics and some shows that we recommend for you to listen to. If this is your first episode. Now I want to get to one of my most favorite parts of the agenda, really the last part. And it's our feedback, the love letters we receive from our listeners, from our Instagram community. And before we get into it, you know, like I said, if you're listening for the first time and you're looking to engage with us, um, I want to let you all know that we are very active on our Instagram account, the Filipino American woman, in which you can see in the show notes in case you don't know how to spell that, or you want to double check that you're spelling it correctly, because I know it's really long. Now, Although we don't have an active feed, uh, which I'm getting to, that's one of my goals for 2020 is to update that feed. We have a very active Insta stories, are very active stories. And we have people engaging with us on there all the time. And I just want to give a shout out to you, Nani, for managing all of that. Like while, while I'm here doing the producing and editing and uh, marketing, you, you've done such an incredible job you know, managing that community. And so I wanted you to, I want you to share what your experience has been uh, so far, like managing the community. And then let's go ahead and jump into some of the feedback we've been receiving. Hey, everyone, Jen Amos here taking a quick break in between our interviews, as I always do, uh, to actually talk about a new resource that I have personally been using for a couple of weeks now called Seven Cups. I want to give a shout out to Asia Hilario, who shared this resource in episode 29. So check it out. We live in a world where you can be surrounded by people, but still feel lonely with nobody to turn to when things get rough. 
but being heard is an important part of being human. Psychologist Glenn Mariotti, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, (laughs) saw that there was great power in listening, but he knew not everyone had someone to talk to. He started to wonder, how can I make being heard a reality for everyone? And that's why Seven Cups was born. Thanks to thousands of volunteer listeners, including myself, stepping up to lend a friendly ear, Seven Cups is happy to say, we're here for you. No matter who you are or what you're going through, this is a place where you'll be heard and cared for. We might be strangers on the surface, but underneath, we're just the friends you haven't met yet. Seven Cups has trained volunteer listeners available 24-7 to give emotional support over online chat. It's anonymous and, get this, completely free. When you need someone to talk to, we're here to listen and help you feel better. Learn more about Seven Cups today by visiting sevencups.com or, as always, you can check out the show notes for the link. Yeah, well, thank you for that. I actually really enjoy managing the Instagram account. And for me, it just, again, means the world to be able to interact with you guys on such a level like that and to receive your feedback and get to have those intimate conversations with you, even if they are over, you know, an Instagram DM, it's still, I can feel the impact. And that just means the world to me. That's pretty much the reason why I'm here. So um, thank you guys for for playing with me on Instagram. (laughs) 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 Love it. Yeah, no, I and I'm serious, Nani, like if it wasn't for you, we would have a dead (laughs) Instagram account. (laughs) Like I would not like I mean, there's no there's so many people that have engaged with us on there. And you've been you've done such an incredible job responding and resharing people's stuff. And so I'm just, I'm so glad that, you know, for our listeners, you're probably listening to us and thinking like, oh my gosh, these two have like known each other forever and they work so well together. But the truth is, I mean, first of all, thank you. But the truth is, (laughs) what is it? Nani found me on Instagram or found, found uh, the Filipino American woman project on Instagram reached out. Um, she wanted to help out. She didn't know how I was all like, just co-host with me and we'll figure it out from there. And it just turned out, you know, an amazing experience. And then Nani was asking, is there anything else I can do? And I, and I was like, I realized I was neglecting the Instagram account. I was like, why don't you, why don't you handle the Instagram account? And you just like ran with it. And it's just, <laughs> it's just so awesome that, you know, this little, you know, team of two, well, three, three counting Dennis or four, sorry, four counting Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> um, this little team that we have going on here. But I really feel like you've really contributed a lot in regards to, you know, adding to the conversations that we have with these interviews, but also just, you know, just, just managing our community, you know, on Instagram. So I just want to, you know, thank you so much for that and know that it, it doesn't go unnoticed. And to our listeners, if you're ever wondering who's managing the Instagram account, it's, it's basically Nani. I go in there on occasion to post like, you know, like little snippets of each podcast episode, or I'll up, I'll update the highlights uh, because I like to, for people who maybe didn't get a chance to see some of the posts in the last 24 hours, I like to, you know, add that in the highlights for people. And eventually, like I said, I'm going to get to updating the actual feed for once. But yeah, you know, just shout out to you, Nani. Just appreciate like all the work that you've done. And also, this is just a testament to the the beauty of this project, which is which is the fact that we're building as we go. We're figuring this out as we go. And 
to our listeners, we invite you to be a part of that. And we appreciate you for continuing to be a part of that, especially if you've been on this journey with us, you know, since we started for, or for quite some time now. Um, so thank you all uh, for that. Like this, literally, we're literally making this up as we go with like the bigger goal to publish a book. But like everything else that comes in between that, it's, it's, we're making it up as we go. And yeah. it's been, it's been an exciting experience to do that. I think in a way, it almost rebels against what we were taught, which is to have our lives figured out and to follow a linear path, you know, yeah. and to be presentable and to hold ourselves a certain way. And so I feel like this project gives all of us an opportunity to just be who we are in that moment and contribute like how we can and when we can. So thank you all. And, and thank you, Nani. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I think that our project is very much like a collective, you know, and mm-hmm. so it heavily relies on your guys's feedback and your guys's input, what the content that we produce and whatever we, you know, essentially end up doing with the show is going to depend on the demand of our community. And so the more that you guys share that with us, the the more we can produce content and host events or whatever else that we do that are going to be catering to your needs. So just please continue to do that. And thank you for all you've done so far. And thank Uh you, Jen, for everything, because you're (laughs) the creator of this. So (laughs) you're mama bear (laughs) to the whole collective. And we love you. (laughs) Thank you. you. I think I'm going to respond the way that Rowan responds. You know, it's kind of like, like, I really have to give it to the community and their feedback and their engagement because you all have, you know, for one, made me feel comfortable in my skin. Like, oh my gosh, like that, that is a gift in itself. And then two, you've all given this sense of a responsibility to do the show because, you know, I mainly work in a white dominated, you know, industry right now, white male dominated industry. And so, you know, I tend to default to this project because it, it feels like home for me. It reminds me like where I came from and it allows me to show up stronger, you know, as a Filipino, as a Filipina American, and to not be, you know, thrown back if people ask me the questions like, you know, what are you? Where are you from? No, really, where are you from? You know, like right, I can or to I reframe can... those conversations. Exactly. Exactly. Like that's totally took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's I, it's, you. <laughs> I know you do, Nadia. I know. <laughs> that's, why so well. <laughs> that's why we do so well on the show together. It's, it's such yes. a gift. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I cannot emphasize enough how important your feedback is to us. Like, this is the reason, like, you're the reason why we do this. You're the reason why I keep doing this. Like, I could be just like every self-loathing, you know, Filipina American and just, you know, like dismiss my Filipino side and just be American and distance myself. But, you know, all of you have inspired me to really fully embrace like all that I am. And yeah, it's just, it's just been great. So thank you all so much for that. And yeah, anyway, with that said, let's go ahead and dive into the feedback, Nani. I know that you have a couple of love letters for us from our Instagram community. Yeah. So I'll start with sharing, um, should I shout them out or... Yeah. Okay. Um, So I have a sweet message from at Chris 10 knows RN and she shared with us. I was so happy to find this podcast as a Filipina American in uh, KS. I believe that's Kansas. I've been struggling with mental health, but found support with you. Keep it up. 
So thank mm-hmm. you for that. The I want to com- comment on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Comment so I don't just like read them. <laughs> yeah, I I like I like. Uh, so Chris, is Kristen her name? Is that I'm what we're gathering? So yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that feedback. I think if there's anything the show has done, you know, for myself and for a lot of people, is to provide like a mental health resource. Like even though we're not, you know, licensed to be anything. <laughs> I guess I'm I'm a life insurance licensed person, but that's not the point. That's aside from the point. But the fact that like just listening to all of our stories is very healing. And we're so glad that we can provide that for our listeners. So thank you so much for saying that. Mental health is extremely important. Let's continue to normalize it, you know, continue to add it into our conversations and continue to to help ourselves and to seek out those resources. And even if a podcast show like this, like helps you feel a little less lonely, a little less depressed, a little, you know, if it makes you a little bit happier and and a little, you know, a little more proud of who you are and confident, then we're so glad that we're able to, you know, provide that for you. So thank you so much for that piece of feedback. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. So the next message that we have is from Mary at Mary X love with a three instead of E at the end. And she said she responded to episode 19 um, with Renee titled, there's a hole in my heart and it's in the shape of my father. And Mm. she said, this episode was awesome. I loved hearing the different perspectives on family dynamics. So powerful. Yeah. Thank you, Mary, so much for that. And also for not saying that the audio was bad. I'm glad that was not included (laughs) in there. Um, At the time, at the time we did that recording, uh, Renee was breastfeeding and um, I just thought it was, I, I, I wanted to do, I wanted to publish the recording anyway, because I wanted to be able to, you know, share with our community that you don't have to be perfect to be on the show and you don't have to have the perfect audio to listen to the show as well or, or to, you know, to call in on the show. Um, and I just love that there was still a message that you were able to take from it. So thank you so much for that. And, you know, thank you for, I think I, I want to thank our community overall for just maybe being forgiving or, or accepting, or like, I don't know the right word. Like, just thank you for understanding that, this is a project. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect project. And yet, like, thank thank you for that. Thank you for giving us that grace to build this as we go. And it's not perfect and it's not supposed to be. You know, that that's I think that's what I'm trying to impress upon everyone is that you don't have to be perfect to show up. You know, you don't have to be perfect to be who you are. You just need to be who you are. And I'm just so glad, like actually that show, I wanted to give a shout out in, in one of a, in a previous episode that we've done similar to this, because at the time it was definitely one of the top downloaded episodes. And I was just so happy. I was so happy that, wow, like despite, (laughs) despite how hard we worked to get that audio to sound good, like people still listened to it, still resonated with it, still loved it. And, um, and Mary, your, your feedback, um, affirms that. So thank you. Yes. Thank you, Mary. Um, so the next message that I'm going to share is from, um, Alohi on Instagram. I'm not sure if her name is Joanne. It might be because I see that in her, um, in her profile here. So in case I, I'm just going to go with Joanne. She said, just wanted to express my gratitude to you and Jen on such an amazing 
podcast. All my best friends and closest girlfriends are back in LA. I miss them dearly and our girl talks, but hearing you both dive into each podcast session wholeheartedly brings me back to conversations that I have with friends back home. Thank you for what you do. Keep slaying. That's good. I'm, I'm glad that we could be, you know, like someone's girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. I, I definitely, I definitely, you know, cause all my girlfriends are back in California as well. And in, well, in San Diego specifically. And when I was in town, so after I visited Nani after the December 19th event, you know, I went to San Diego the you know, the week after and I was like, it was so cool. I, one of my good friends, shout out to Leia Lombos, um, who has to be interviewed on the show. She actually did a Facebook Live interview back in the day when we were doing Facebook Live. And I noticed in one of the comments, she wanted to get interviewed again. So I look forward to interviewing you, Leia. And, and also is she interviewed her name, me. Is her name Princess Leia on Instagram? Yes. Yes, okay, because her. she replied when I did the story and I was like, who's really ready to show, to share your story? And she replied. So I sent her the info to schedule. I was like, hey, here's the info to schedule. And then I realized she was your friend. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oops. No, no, I'm, I'm I didn't know if she you... meant that or not, if she was like trying to invite that or not. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm glad that you sent that. And okay. I, I even told Leia... I even told Leia when I was in town, I was like, I got to interview again because yeah. when we first interviewed her and you can find her on our Facebook page, if you look up the Filipino American woman, but at that time she, she doesn't have the career she has today. So I, I forgot exactly what she was doing at the time. I think she was, I'll have to get back to that. But today uh, she is one of the founders of the San Diego Filipino cinema group. So shout out to, I think their acronym is wait, San Diego Filipino. Oh my God. Okay. San Diego Filipino Cinema Group. I'm just, I'm just going to go with that. And she is a, an up and coming director and filmmaker. And she has already released some short films that are incredible. She has a short, a short movie or what do you call it? Yeah. A short movie that I actually watched at her house called Kaina. And it talks about like, you know, how the family revolves around the dinner table and like how things change when, you know, let's say the kids grow up and the kids don't want to be at the dinner table anymore. And it's just such a powerful movie that I recommend anyone reach out to Leia to watch it. It's very emotional. It's a very personal story of hers. And also she is putting together, uh, she's putting together a documentary on Asian American representation in media. And while I was in town, I had the opportunity to be part of that documentary. So yeah. it was totally like it was totally unexpected <laughs> it was kind of like like I was just in the car and I was like talking about the podcast she's like oh my gosh you need to be on my documentary so so that'll probably be uh coming out soon and I'm really excited to share that with our community but yeah Leia is an extremely awesome friend of mine she even offered her place for me to stay for the last Aww. week that I was in town yeah so for some time Talking about girlfriends, for the last weekend I was there, Leia and also our friend Giselle, that's, I believe she's episode two, two or three here in our podcast series. We all, we were all like staying at Leia's place and it felt like we had roommates for a weekend. Like it was just Aww. so much fun. Yeah. And Leia just like graduated college. Uh, she just got her bachelor's. So congrats, Leia. But yeah, I definitely understand what it feels like to not have like that, those girlfriends that you can always talk to all the time. And, and, you know, Leia and Giselle are definitely like the girlfriends that I hang out with when I'm back in town. And so I'm just glad, uh, Joanne, if that's your name, 
<laughs> a low yeah. for a low high. Um, I'm just I'm just glad that we can be that you know we can fulfill that for you in regards to having girlfriends and even for me like doing this podcast show makes me feel like I have girlfriends as well. So thank you for for that feedback and for sharing and you know I can I could definitely relate with that. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so for the next two messages, I'm not going to share the names or Instagram handles just because they're a little more personal and I don't want to share anything without, you know, their consent. Mm -hmm. But if you do want your name to be shouted out or your Instagram handle to be shouted out, let us know and we will in our next episode. So this message says, hi, Jen or Nani, or to whomever is running this Instagram account. I just want to reach out and share my gratitude to you by thanking you for creating a space where Filipino American women can be heard. I found this Instagram after I started thinking about deleting yet another new account because I felt like social media was too exhausting to keep up with. I started listening to your podcast and got really emotional realizing because it was the first time I felt like I wasn't alone in a lot of my experiences. I was born in the Philippines and moved to Hawaii when I was three. I can understand some Tagalog to this day, but always refused to relearn because assimilating to white America, even in Hawaii, was a daunting task. And I felt the need to separate myself from my past in order to create a future where I felt like I could fit in. Haha, <laughs> of course that didn't work out because my foundation became nearly non-existent. I've started finding more and more accounts that are so helpful and so relatable in how to deal with a lot of my own mixed feelings. You ladies who are running this are so articulate. Your words really hit home for me. So much love to you because I felt nothing but love through visibility as I listened to your podcasts. So thank you to you. You know who you are who sent us that message. Ugh. That That's was so yeah, amazing feedback. I, I love how she said that, you know, she thought she had to give up a part of herself in order to succeed and progress in America. But that, in fact, gave her a very fragile to non-existent foundation. And she struggled for a really long time. Yeah, it's part of our narrative. It's part of our story to feel like, we need to assimilate. And it's it's an ongoing discussion and it's an ongoing issue for everyone that leaves the Philippines, for everyone that immigrates. Immig mm -hmm. That's a word? <laughs> yeah, with an E. Mm -hmm. Okay, immigrates. Okay. For, for everyone that... <laughs> that sounds so weird to say out loud. <laughs> like immigrate. Oh, immigrate. Because it's super close to immigrant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, now I have to Google it just to make sure, just to fact check. Hold on a second. Immigrate. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna Yeah, it's so, yeah, yeah. Emigrate with an E verb emigrate. leave one's own country in order to settle permanently in another. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, for anyone that immigrates from the Philippines, you know, that that's still happening. You know, people are still leaving, you know, to provide more opportunities to provide resources back, you know, to their family back home. And so we're always going to have this issue of assimilating. And, and so I just appreciate you for whoever wrote that message, you know, who you are <laughs> for sharing that because it's a real issue. And, you know, for any place where we're showing up as ourselves, where other people don't look like us, it's going to be a constant, like, you know, struggle of thinking like, okay, do I need to fit in? Do I need to act a certain way? Like, that's just part of our narrative, part of our experience, part of our story. And so, 
I'm just so glad that, you know, although we don't provide solutions, you know, that's that's not really our place here. I mean, we could suggest some that that have worked for us, but you know, although we don't provide solutions, just just the fact that you can listen to our conversations and feel heard and feel visible and feel seen is awesome. And we're glad that we can provide that for you. So thank you so much for that very thorough feedback for that long letter that you sent us. Yes. Okay. I've got one more. And yeah, again, I'm not going to mention her name because it's kind of personal, but she said, I absolutely love your podcast. I drove down to San Diego by myself and I started my road trip listening to the episode about how our traumas change our DNA and are passed down to our kin. Mm. I think that was Jolene's episode truly profound. And actually, I'm in tears when I listen to it because I'm a survivor of domestic violence, among other crazy things. But yet I'm still here standing and planning some new ideas during this time. Keep up the great work, ladies. Mm, That's beautiful. Not to insult us in any way, but I also did mention that in that episode with Jolene Lavid, her episode was released the first day of Filipino American History Month. Give me one second to look up that episode. Episode 20, that's it's okay. You just got to get organized with Jolene Levid. So shout out to you. Um, so I, I made a joke. I made a I made a joke in that episode about how Filipino American women are like cockroaches. <laughs> oh yeah. And, <laughs> and, oh, I uh, got you. Or palm trees. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. So Nani had a prettier analogy, which was palm trees. But in general, what we're trying to say is that we are resilient and we get back up even after adversity. Um, And that's our power, right? Like that's what we have to realize is our strength, is our resiliency and the way that we, we can continue to survive despite what happens to us. I really connected with Jolene as well. Not that I had experienced domestic violence, but I am a child of abuse. And so to be able to open up, like to open that conversation up and to normalize it and to create awareness of it. I think it's so important and it's so very needed. And we're so glad that we had Jolene come in and talk about that. And if you check out her episode, once again, that's episode 20. You can actually check out the show notes of that episode and get more resources from Jolene and see the incredible work uh, that she's doing today for women who were victors of domestic violence, amongst other things that she is doing. She's doing a lot of incredible work out there. So shout out to you, Jolene, for that. Um, And thank you so much for sharing your experience of I, we don't know your name, but you know who this is. If you're, you know, you know who you are. You know thank you for you sharing. Are. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And also for inviting us to be part of your road trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's really awesome. I think it's, it's just such a gift when, you know, people invite us into their lives and invite us into their ears and, yeah, it's just so crazy because, you know, the only person I hear in my ears are, I mean, other than when I edit the shows, are you, Nani, and, and the guests, yeah. you know? So it's right. really cool for our list, like, to know that there's listeners who are, I guess, hearing the polished versions of our yeah. episodes, yeah. But, that, but that it's resonating with all of you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We cannot emphasize enough, like, how grateful we are for you listening to us. Can I share one more? I found yes, another Yes, yeah. One. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last one. And again, I'm going to leave her anonymous for now. Unless you want to shout out, let us know. And I will shout you out in the next episode. But this woman said, hey, ladies, first of all, thank you for sharing this beautiful platform for us, Phil Ams. I started listening to your podcast and I'm loving all your topics. I even hired Nicole Cruz as my life coach. Thank you for yes. all your vibes. By the way, Jen, you'll like this. By the way, how do I get to your show notes for your podcast episodes? There are so many resources you mentioned I would love to check out. I'm currently building my business as a coach for women with body image issues and binge eating, slowly realizing that there is a correlation with being Filipina American. Thank you for your continued inspiration. Wow. I'm very curious to learn more about what the correlation is with being Me Filipino. too. I think I invited her to come on the show. So hopefully she schedules an interview. Okay, cool. All right. So to answer your question, how do you listen to the, how do you find the show notes? I think it depends on what platform you're listening to. But if you go to, if you actually go to the details of the episode you're listening to, you'll find the show notes there. So hopefully that gives you enough information. If not, I guess I need to put like a tutorial out there or somewhere, but it's usually like, you usually have to check the details of the episode itself. So don't just like press play. Like before you press play, like look for the, like at least on iTunes, I know it, I know there's like a little button there that says details. So if you select that, like it'll expand that episode and you'll be able to see the show notes. Otherwise, I will hit you up on Instagram. I might reach out to you after this and show you how to do it on Instagram. So if you don't hear from me by the time this episode's out, then just please badger me and <laughs> and I'll help you on how to do that. And if anyone else yeah. is having the similar issue, which I didn't know, I appreciate I appreciate you bringing that up because this is the first time I'm hearing that. Yeah, please let me know if you need help because I'm happy to walk you through that. Also, we have future plans for having a website. So that is in the future plans. I mean, I've been saying this for years now, but like it's it's in our future plans. <laughs> and so it'll make it easier for all of you to find these show notes. So just bear with me. You know, I I'm kind we're of getting a, there. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. I mean, and here's the thing. Like I said, you know, this project is not about this project is not about being perfect. It's about being who we are. And so we are building things as we go. But you know, the way we build things by demand, you know? So like if we continue to hear from you and we continue to hear your feedback, you know, then that gives us enough, you know, motivation to create it. So please like, like, you know, we cannot emphasize enough that we want to hear from you because this, you know, we, this project is really an ongoing conversation and it's what you, even the listener add to it by, you know, what type of review you're leaving for us, which hopefully it's a five-star review. (laughs) Otherwise, otherwise don't leave a review. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> five stars only please <laughs> I, I say that jokingly but not jokingly yeah um and also or if you message us on instagram and you know nani and i we have our ig handles in the the bio of our instagram account the filipino american woman so you can literally reach out to us directly like i'm on instagram like all the time like i update my stories like all the time so like it's not that hard to get a hold of me i promise you <laughs> yeah. um I mean, I do, I do honestly turn off my 
like Instagram notifications because, you know, healthy boundaries are important. But when I'm back on Instagram, that's what I do. I check messages and I post on my stories and and all that stuff. So um, beautiful. Well, Nani, thank you so much for once again, like I said, managing our Instagram account and being able to collect that feedback that we could share on the show. That pretty much wraps up our show from here. Do you, Nani, have any any closing thoughts or, you know, any, yeah, any overall thoughts about what we talked about today? Um, no, I mean, other than what I said before, it's, it's honestly fun for me. Like I love to handle the Instagram account and I love to interact with you all. And, um, you know, reading your messages is just as affirming for us as it is for you trying to relay what your message is. And so I just encourage you to continue doing that to, share with anyone who you might feel could benefit or relate and yeah just help us build this community because like i said before it's it's a collective and it's about all of our input um especially your guys's so please let us know what you guys like and don't like (laughs) and want to see more of yes absolutely you took the words out of my mouth again which is great because then i don't have to talk as much so i'll just (laughs) I'll just end with this. Like I said, we just can't thank you all enough for just being involved, uh, for engaging with us. Even if you don't get involved, but we see that our plays, our downloads are increasing, that is more than enough validation for us to keep doing the work that we're doing. So thank you all so much. And with that said, I'm going to try to add some of the resources we mentioned throughout the show in the show notes. Maybe we'll see. We'll see where my mindset is at now that it's 2020. <laughs> I want to really do those notes. <laughs> I have yet, if anyone gives me any positive feedback for my show notes, then then I will I will continue to update them the way that I'm doing. So yeah. so say something nice about the show notes so I can at least get some validation <laughs> that I'm doing something good. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll have to wait for the website. (laughs) Yeah, otherwise, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you'll just have to listen to search for everything that we're talking about. We'll see. We'll see how the year goes. Like, we'll see what's more important. Like, you know, anyway. With that said, I want to thank you all so much for listening to Nani. I want to thank you for co hosting as always. And if you want to reach us, if you want to get a hold of us, check out our show notes. If you don't know how to check out our show notes, you can you can message us on Instagram, the Filipino American Woman, and we'll be happy to walk you through that. And yeah, that's it. So thank you all so much for listening. And we look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Bye, everyone.